What's up, everybody, and welcome to week one of our Advent series, Crossfire Faith and Gaming. We are going to be doing a Advent video each week as we go through the Advent season, and this is week one, Hope. I am one of your hosts, Russ Dornish, alongside my other co-host, the Reverend David Petty. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, actually, not a podcast. I'm so used to saying that. Uh, welcome to our Advent devotional. As Russ said, we're doing this every week during Advent. Um, the word Advent comes from a Latin term, Adventus, which means the coming. Uh, and so we are doing this period of preparation, of waiting for the coming of Christmas uh, and all that, that comes with it. But we're in this weird period of waiting, right? Where we've got 26 days until Christmas. We're just kind of counting down the days. My kids are champing at the bit. Um, and I'm sure all you are as well. Um, but if you look around in the world right now, like there's a, not a lot of things to be excited about, you know, even though we're excited about Christmas, it's like, I'm really excited because Christmas is coming, but like, everything is different. I mean, even today I messaged my sister and said, Hey, you know, you normally send those advent calendars and the chocolates and you know, can you, can you get those from that store you normally go to? And she said, I haven't been to that store in a long time. We probably aren't going to go to that store. And so it was just one of those, Oh, like this Christmas is going to be so different. And you know, it's, it's easy. I think then to get a little bit despairing, um, and a little bit frustrated because this Christmas might be different. Uh, and so that, you know, we look at, at the concept of hope, which we've got uh, over there uh, with our one candle lit for Advent, um, the concept of hope and the reality is if we just put our hope in earthly things, um, then we're going to find ourselves disappointed all the time, you know, because there are all sorts of things that we hope for that never really come true. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit today about the difference between an earthly hope and a kind of a spiritual hope. Uh, and Russ has a neat devotion for us uh, about that based on a gaming concept. So I'm going to hand it over to Russ. And Russ, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you think of when you think of hope? So when I started thinking about hope and I started thinking about the idea of a worldly hope where things don't really come true and you're constantly, constantly finding yourself hoping for whatever it is you're looking for and not really ever achieving it versus a godly hope where God is this certainty that we have in our lives and this certainty to all of the people in the world. And I got to thinking about, of course, the biggest and most classic video game of all time, which is the Super Mario Brothers and every Mario game here on after that he has been a part of. And in that game, he is constantly wanting to have this relationship with the princess. And every single game, the same thing happens. And we all make jokes about it in the gaming world is that the princess is always captured. She's always kidnapped and she's always in the other castle. So the point is Mario is constantly hoping for this normal life to where he will no longer have to be going through these horrible adventures where he faces near death and has to fight all these enemies just to come up and find out that the princess is somewhere else each and every time. His hope is that he's going to be able to rescue her. However, every time he achieves that, she is just kidnapped once more again. And thus his hope is kind of taken away from him for a moment. Now, he does continue hoping and he never really loses hope that it's going to happen, but we all have to question ourselves. It's been 30 years and this guy has still not found his like true ending and calling. So as far as I can, can tell, his hope is never going to truly become achieved like it does through Jesus Christ and the fact that God has given us certain hope. Uh, David, what, what do you have to say as far as the Bible goes when it comes to hope? 
Yeah. So I've got, um, I've got a scripture here that is the scripture for this week and it comes from Isaiah 64, uh, one through nine, and I'm going to read it a little bit and then I'll give a little bit of explanation behind it. Um, but it starts off Isaiah 64, one through nine, and it says, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence from ages past. No one has heard, no ear perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who works for these who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways, but you were angry and we sinned because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean and our righteous deeds are like filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf and our iniquities like the wind take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us to the hand of your our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our father, we are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember our iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. And I think this is an interesting verse because it... um, it talks about this kind of anger and frustration. Um, I also think it's interesting to note, like the, the theology here is, you know, Isaiah is saying like, look, God, I know we did wrong, but, but you, you weren't around, you know, you hid your face from us, you know, we didn't sense you. And so it's, you know, it's kind of your fault. Uh, so it's almost like Isaiah is saying it's God's fault that the people were doing wrong. Uh, you know, which is an interesting take. Cause I would, I would clearly think that that's not, well, it's not my take on it, right? Like we're not sinning because God wasn't there. We were sinning cause we weren't aware that God was there. Um, but I think it also, it, it turns there at the very end that says, you know, look, God, like we've super messed up. And even the most righteous things that we've done are like oil soaked rags. Um, and yet we are the clay, you are the potter. And we're going to put a certain amount of trust in the fact that you can deliver us. Uh, and so I think that that trust in God uh, in the face of hopelessness is what brings about a kind of eternal and scriptural hope. Uh, you know, Russ and I talked earlier a little bit about, you know, the earthly hope of hoping that your pilot uh, on an airplane knows how to fly a plane. But, you know, if you doubt that your pilot knows how to fly a plane, it might be because you don't have a lot of trust there. And so, you know, if on the other side we can put more trust in the Lord, then I think we can have more eternal hope than we might have hope in times of earthly hopelessness. So what do you think, Russ? I agree. And and tying it back to the idea of what we were talking about with Mario and the games, um, you have to wonder if his hope is dwindling because he doesn't have probably trust at this point that he's ever going to, you know, finally be alone and and be able to live his life. Um, He's kind of lost that trust. And so I would assume that he's starting to lose hope. And that's kind of the difference in what that worldly hope looks like, where you can't really always trust it 100% versus that godly hope that, you know, God is the creator. God is the one in charge. God is going to help us get through it. And I think that is definitely a great look and a great feel at, at kind of the differences of the two things that we're looking at and the trust that needs to be there. Yeah. 
So um, to close us out today, um, I'd love to just lead us in a little prayer. Um, so if you're at home, I invite you to uh, to do two things. Number one is to get yourself ready to be in an attitude of prayer. And the second is to actually pray. Um, so I'm going to invite you, if you have a candle nearby, um, I'm going to invite you to light a candle. So, you know, this is one of the ways that we mark the changing of the Advent seasons. You know, we've done it digitally over, over there uh, with our little candle and the word hope. Uh, I also have one of these at home. It's an Advent wreath. I didn't have one, so my wife made one out of Play-Doh. And so I'm going to light my Advent wreath here. If I can, oh, there's the matches. I'm going to light my Advent wreath. I'm going to invite you to light an Advent wreath. And we're going to say a prayer together here in just a second. Okay. I'm going to try and light only one candle this time. I accidentally lit two last time. So there we go. We've got the first light that marks our weeks of Advent. So, now if you would join with me in a prayer. Gracious and loving God, in the midst of our unfaithfulness and our hopelessness and our despair, bring us eternal hope. In the midst of our trust in earthly things, remind us to trust in you. Remind us to trust that even though we may have turned our face from you, You have always been present. You will lead us from here to there, and you will lead us into eternity. And so, God, while we wait for the coming of your Christ child this Christmas, while we wait for you to come down, as we ask in that prayer from Isaiah, oh, that you would open up the heavens and come down as we wait, remind us to have hope. Remind us to trust and remind us to put our faith in you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, Make sure you guys come back. We're going to do this every Wednesday throughout the Advent season. So come back and check us out on Wednesday of next week as we cover love. And we just appreciate all of you guys for listening, participating, and being a part of our wonderful community. Yep. And then last but not least, check out our podcast too if you uh, are not aware of it. And the last thing I would ask of you, Uh, not only checking out our podcast and our communities and all that kind of stuff is um, ask yourself this. Is there somebody that I know that might need a 10 minute message of hope today? Share this with them. Hopefully this will bring some hope and some perspective as they await the coming of Christmas. God bless you guys. And we'll see you next Wednesday. God bless.